You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast, comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Well, since I'm back, four, three, two, one. Hi, this is illustrious Michael K. Easton. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. Hey, guys. Oh, boy. What's happening, my brothers? How's your fish, Cliff? Do you eat fish? Uh, had fish. Yeah, picked some fish up uh, after work. I was going to go to Long John's, and um, I got out late, and they were already closed. So I rolled into Captain D's because I already had it in my head that I was going to get some fried fish and maybe some shrimp or something like that on the way home. Uh, got an empty house tonight. Everybody else is uh, is not here. And uh, Carly has, my daughter has a uh, regional volleyball tournament this weekend. So they're all up in Columbus left this afternoon. So picked up some fish and then quickly realized as I was about the fourth or fifth car in line, what a horrible misconstrued idea that was because I was going to be there for a while. Good thing Long John Silver's was closed because you would have been there for a freaking hour because they fry they fry it fresh. It's been pretty quick the last couple times I've been there. Fastest oh, really? I've ever went. Fastest fish you ever had. <laughs> Fastest what? fish in the West. What restaurant closes that early on a Friday night? Yeah, I know it was really strange, and I like the sign was off. The the it was dark inside. I was like, I don't know, I don't know what was going on. Maybe they didn't have maybe, enough people to work. Yeah, maybe their electric went out like mine did this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, semi uh, took out the uh, Asylum Comics. I heard so. Yeah, I was just sitting there on a, on a lovely Thursday afternoon and heard a weird noise from across the street, and a semi truck had snagged a wire and yanked it completely off the off the pole so what Light, does a weird noise sound, what does a weird noise sound like to you it was kind of a like a pop noise it was right when the electric went out so i thought maybe a transformer blew or something but no it was it was a it was a power line being yanked <laughs> broken off the court and i swear to you without joking the first thought that went through my mind was that gi joe knowing it's half the battle like <laughs> Look, the storm knocked down that big wire. Hey, let's jump our bikes over it. Now, we better move it off the road. No, you better leave that power line right where it is. There's enough electricity there to fry an elephant. We didn't think it was dangerous. You'd have found out too late. Remember, never play around electrical wires or you could be playing with fire. Now we know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe! That was ingrained in me in five years old. Don't go near that. Don't go near that cord. Roadblock would chew me out for going yeah. near that cord. See, so those things might be cheesy, but I bet they've saved some kids' lives over the years. It it did this week and recruited some <laughs> cobra. Probably. <laughs> well, I just took a long lunch and 
my landlord texted me like barely an hour later. He's like, hey, the lights are back on. So it, it was a really quick, it was way quicker fix than I thought it would be from the, the amount of damage that happened. Yeah, a, uh, a semi-truck um, <laughs> causing chaos is nothing new for Seth and I. Up, up in our <laughs> neighborhood, one gets stuck every other day uh, trying to, uh, to make a turn um, off of our hill we live up on top of. So if, you know, it take it normally takes over an hour just to even get the tow truck there. So you got, you got off pretty easy. Now, is, that fresh is, cut? Any... is that a fresh cut, Cliff? You look pretty sharp. <laughs> yeah. It's been killing y'all. I, I, I let Full him know, guys. I, 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 You're I, making I... Chewy look a little hairier than normal. <laughs> I patrons of Kapow the Pop Culture Podcast can see Cliff Barnes' haircut <laughs> in real life. With our secret YouTube link. Yeah, I had Monday off, so I uh I hadn't had a haircut, um, a proper haircut in over a year. My wife has done a wonderful job of uh of keeping it trimmed up where at least to the point where nobody really said anything about it. So to I your ma- face. Yeah, to my face. Um, so I made the decision the other day as a, as a fully vaccinated individual truck going by, um, that I would, uh, I thought, man, I'm going to go and get a haircut. I'm just, you know, I'll roll up, see if, uh, see if I can get in. No problem. So I pulled in that afternoon. So are you like, uh, Matthew McConaughey from Days and Confused, like pulling up, like, Hey, you guys get doing any haircuts, man? No. Well, I pulled up. There wasn't any. There was only one truck in the parking lot. Did that happen in Days of Confusion? <laughs> I don't know what he's referencing. But... <laughs> I don't remember that at all, man. Uh, I, yeah, I just we already said like... haircuts, haircuts, haircuts. Yeah. Oh, all right, yeah. All right, I'm no. No, just I keep cutting, baby. Yeah. I was just gonna trust that he knew what he was talking about. <laughs> I question everything. <laughs> but yeah, I rolled up uh, to get a haircut and there was a sign um, out in the parking lot and it said, call this number to sign in. And I was like, okay, cool. All right. They're on top of it, you know? And um, so I called the number and they answered and said, do you have an appointment? And I was like, no, I'm just reading the sign out here. It'd be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad that worked out. <laughs> and uh and um so anyway, she said, Well, we have a couple at two o'clock coming in. Could you be back here at two thirty? It's a Monday, and I was like, Yeah, sure, no problem. I'll be back at two thirty. So I roll in at two thirty and um the 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 people previous to me were already gone. I was like, Cool. So I walked in and was immediately, you know, greeted with, "Oh, you can take your mask off. Uh, we just, we just keep that sign out front, um, so we don't get in trouble." And I, immediately, I'm just like, "Ugh." <laughs> so, you know, I said, "Well, I'm, you know, I, I've had both doses of the vaccine, and was met with, oh, 'Oh, I'm not getting that.'" And it just, it just went downhill from there. Um, <laughs> And I would be back to cutting my own hair. And <laughs> I came, 
I came home after it and I was just like, there was a, you know, there was a lot of things said, um, back and forth and just a terrible, terrible experience. And I came, (laughs) came back home. It was like, there's a lot of lawbreakers in there. (laughs) (laughs) So when you got home, did you have to like enter the decompression and purification and strip down? Just hit me with the steam. Just hit me with the steam. The tea in Nepal is very hot. But the coffee in Peru is far hotter. Close. This is Tuesday, right? The, The coffee in Paraguay is far hotter? Colder. Coffee in Paraguay is colder? No, I meant you were getting colder. The correct response is the coffee in Peru is much hotter. Uh, much, okay. But that's three wrong, so I gotta give you the steam. No. Unless you want me to break protocol. No. No, give me the steam. So no, I came home and I told my wife. I said, "Well, I I I went to I went and you know got a haircut. Won't be doing that for a while." <laughs> She's like, "What?" I was like, "It was a terrible experience. I'm finding somebody new." So yes, I got a haircut. Yes, it will probably be the the last one for Lord knows how long from here on out. Um, just because I didn't like <laughs> I didn't like the way it went down. So. I don't like getting haircuts when things are normal, so I that's why I've just gone to hell here this past year because I'm not I'm not putting myself through that. Well, yeah, I mean, Alicia's been you know she's been trimming it up. She's done a really good job, but Jordan's just been the opposite. He's just let it go. He's like he's got like six feet of hair over there now. I mean, it's, I have nothing to. I have no one to impress. I, yeah, I have nowhere to be. It's I. Sweeps the I just, floor behind him as he walks. So as soon as it hit, I'd start cutting my own hair, and I'm never going back. Well, you know, I I really wasn't going to, but I mean, God bless my wife. She's not a professional uh, barber, and she had no idea of start going into it what she was doing. So she, it's just been a, a trial and error thing for a while. Um, but she has gotten a lot, you know, m- much improved over the last year. But I just thought, I thought, oh, it's the time, you know, at least I'll get it trimmed up. And even if I don't get it cut for, you know, however much longer now, she can kind of go off of that again. And uh, so I guess that's what that's what we're going to do. Or you could do what I do. Go to a more proper established. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> more a more established place that actually provides masks when you go in. See, had that and they actually it. have they have like sticky masks so they can like get around your ears and stuff oh. so the strings don't get in the way. What? So just the hairs right here to your face, it's like next level technology. Wow. Michael's getting barbered in the future. <laughs> so you send me that contact info, maybe I'll try it out. The cut above the wrist. I I don't know about that sticky sticky situation though. Called pasties. <laughs> I don't want to want any kind of Zemo paste pot Pete situation where that thing. Yeah, stays you always have to head. wear it <laughs> stuck to your face forever. Adhesive X. Yes, <laughs> we brought it back. So okay, well, moving on that's, from that mess. That's a little bit about what we've been. Uh, experiencing the past week, but if 
was even better. You down with KPP? Yeah, you know me. What the hell is wrong with you people? What's wrong with you? What is wrong with you? I hate so much about the things that you choose to be. Why are you the way that you are? Yeah, you know me. We haven't done this segment in a little bit. This is where we pick a random icebreaker, getting to know you type question, and throw it out to the group and uh, mm-hmm. see what happens. Like a lot of this, it's just let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> throw it at the wall and see what sticks. Michael, have you done one of these segments since uh, you've been back? Probably not. It's probably been a minute. Well, it's been a minute since we've done one period. So these are sometimes these are are, are a lot of fun. So go ahead and read us off our question for today, Jordan. All right, I I restocked our arsenal of questions because we were getting down toward the toward the bottom of the barrel. So we have a few few new ones to choose from. So the one we picked at random. Did you ever have a nickname that stuck? Whether that's childhood or uh, someplace you worked, did you ever get uh, gifted, good or bad, a nickname that has stuck with you any length of time? You know, I have a good recent one that I'm not too excited about. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys will all enjoy this. (laughs) So at my previous employment, my nickname was Superman. I was super excited about that. That's what everyone <laughs> called me. Loved it. Because everyone Dream knows I love true. Superman. His whole life was yes. led up to that nickname. I thought that your last job, your nickname was Pushkum Tongue. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my private nickname. <laughs> so at this new place of employment um, that I am finally moving up tomorrow, uh, my so-called friend at work said something to me one day and I was like, I hate you. So he goes and tells the most loudest person that works there. And he comes up to me and goes, Hey, let me see your ID. I was like, I just, I just rolled my eyes. I was like, cause I knew this where this was going. He's like, Oh my God, you look just like him. And I was like, yeah, huh? He's like, yeah, you look just like Bubbles off the Trailer Park Boys. If anyone knows that TV show, Bubbles is the guy that has like an inch thick glasses. Oh, that guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, see, you immediately know who I'm talking yeah, about. Now we know. So mm. next thing I know, it's it's That's spreading. That's a cry from Superman. Yeah. Yeah, you think. <laughs> so it's spreading around, and like, I'm, I'm there's there's a couple times I got a little pissed pissy about it one of the guys said you better calm down bubbles or that's gonna be your nickname for 20 years <laughs> yeah you can't let them yeah you can't uh, let them see how it affects no. you it's <laughs> over now bubbles yep <laughs> <laughs> they didn't even hit him with the clark kent with the glasses it was straight to straight to the coke bottles well it's funny because because my wife said 
well, why don't you, why don't you tell them that you were called? I was like, oh no, that'll be far worse. <laughs> so I'll start calling you super bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, wow. Mine, uh, mine's not, yeah. mine's not too exciting. So I'll go next. I, the only nickname I can even think of was high school, uh, band, of course, uh, I was sticks the, sticks low. Nah, nothing that cool. <laughs> I was I was section leader of the percussion section, and at one random practice or whatever, we were goofing around and we gave everyone military ranks. And it was like your your corporal quad, your your brigadier bass drum, your private pit, and the two snares. One was sergeant snare, and they called me captain snare because I was the captain mm. of the drum line. And for some reason, that one stuck. Everyone, We forgot about all the other ones, but everyone started calling me Captain. And it was mm. mostly sarcastic. Like, the guys in the the guy, the drummers were like, yeah, okay, aye, aye, Captain. And it became spelled like Captain Crunch, C-A-P apostrophe N. It was never Captain. It was just Captain. But actually, some of the younger kids started actually calling me that. Like, mm. okay, hey, hey, Captain, do you mind if we do this? That, you know? So it, it actually stuck. There. I, I was... Uh, so I was known as Captain for a couple of years. Cliff, Cliff, roll in some uh, the unit theme song under that story. Oh, okay. <laughs> He'll like it when he listens back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the only nicknames I might be forgetting something, but when I was a little kid, I remember. Uh, my grandparents lived at the fairgrounds and we were around horses and stuff all the time. And I swore cowboy boots all the time. I had a belt and it said peanut on it. Cause my grandma would always call me peanut when I come walking <laughs> in there, but it was never, that one never really stuck. That was like when I was real little. <laughs> yeah. And then, but when I lived with a bunch of guys right out of high school, we, everybody had a nickname and one of the guys can't, well, one guy Ross that lived there came up. He just we all we all read Calvin and Hobbes. Like somebody had all the Calvin and Hobbes books. I think it was him. And we just read. It was everybody's favorite. And we'd read them and stuff. And he he just started calling me Spiff from you know Space yeah. Man Spiff. And it just it's it is the one that stuck the most. Like those guys still call me that <laughs> before they would call me anything else. If you know if I get texts or anything or you know if we play a game and write you know names down keep score that's the name that goes down it's just like i've always been spiff yeah i can i can uh roll right into i feel like i'm i'm giving up a lot of information tonight uh i can roll right into high school times and uh Cat daddy yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> What is the origin of Cat Daddy? Oh, it's so dumb. Um, at some, I don't know what summer it was. Probably, maybe, it might have been between like my freshman and sophomore year of high school. That summer, at some point, I was hanging out at a friend's house. And she lived right on the main road to our high school. And she had, like, I mean, her house sat, it was just feet from the road. Their front porch was sitting there. And we were sitting there one day, and I had this idiot friend that um, he was he was driving by, I think, on his way to football practice. 
So it was probably like two a days or something like that. Cause it was in the evening and he drove like this old, like 85, uh, Chrysler, big boat of a car had all the windows down and, and of course the radio cranked up and, and, you know, we were very, we were, we went to a country school and, uh, so that's, you know, it's mid nineties. That's mostly what a lot of us listened to at that point. And Brooks and Dunn had a song at that point by that name. And he was, as he was driving by, that song was on the radio. And he yells at me as I'm on the porch, Hey, Cat Daddy! And from then on, he just started saying that. And it instantly caught on. And for the beyond, way beyond high school with that group... Uh, or anybody that went to high school at that time, that's what I just had to live with. <laughs> <laughs> so it just went from there and, and far it went, let me tell you. Now, am I correct or am I incorrect that your wife is not a big fan of that nickname? I, I can I can back that up because one time I brought it up in front of her. Yeah, never been I a fan. And she was just like, uh <laughs> never never been a fan um because it had been that nickname had been around a while before uh you know before it it predated her so yeah before we met so yeah and it 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 you know even to this day if i see any you know any of the pretty much anybody i went to high school with i uh, there's a good chance there somebody's going to yell it from across the room Bobble. So, I, I could just I could just picture it like you guys at the grocery store going down the aisle and yeah. someone sees you and they're like, Cat Daddy and Alicia's just like, I'll be over here in produce. Yeah, it's um it it's weird because at you know, for a long time I just I never thought much about it. So when that when like something like that would happen, you know, you just like if anybody yells your name, you look up, you know, you just it's just natural. You oh just, hell! If somebody yells "asshole!" Everybody looks up. <laughs> right. So I got used to it for a long time. It stuck around uh, with a certain group for a really long time, and uh, you know it was just uh, nicknames are weird, <laughs> but yep. the, uh, people don't forget them. So I think we we all in high school at some point. I think pretty much everybody, you know, I went to school with with all kinds of nicknames back. Then, oh so. right, that's. That's another because I you know you've had other ones. I was remember in high school, me and a friend of mine they called us rock and roll. They would all because and it was the eighties. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just remember that them saying that. And I and I've I've heard back in the eighties, Seth had very long hair. Yeah, it was probably more in the early nineties. Long, uh, long hair and a jean jacket. Oh, I definitely had a jean jacket. <laughs> all right well we that reminds yeah we won't go there i just he said jean jacket and just reminded me of a embarrassing middle eight middle school story well that's by all means that's a different yeah you know me yeah (laughs) we can we can go back there some other time well, we hope you know us just a little bit better, thanks to that uh, probing question. I feel probed. 
So what are we on to now? Movies. Save Martha! Puny God. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I'm Batman. Kneel before Zod! Under Ruth! Said it yourself, bitch. We're the guardians of the galaxy. So what's it gonna be, huh? Long, sullen silence? Or mean comment? Go on. You got me in a box here. <laughs> Had a big trailer this week. Sort of, I guess. It was, what do we call What did they call it? Was this phase four? Phase four, I guess. I don't think they actually ever said that, but people That's put that a, stamp yeah. on it. Yeah, just kind of an, I guess, more or less an update of uh of where the the MCU is headed as far as movies go. Uh hey, don't forget we still make movies. Yeah. Well, they were finally they felt confident enough to say, "Here's date. Here's actual dates. These are coming out. You're going to get four a year, it looks like, and mm. four and four in this half a year." We're gonna have. And I, I don't. I don't know how close attention I pay, but some of this was new information, right? Like, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. some of these yeah. titles and dates. This was, yeah. this was breaking news. Definitely, definitely. And uh, just that, and I think I could see this coming from other people. I mean, this is a very Marvel or DC thing to do, but the I could see other studios doing this because really the point of it was. Let's get back to the theaters. Let's, mm-hmm. you know, it, showing that footage, which is basically, you know, what I said were my favorite moments from Endgame, you know, showing Cap with the hammer and Avengers Assemble and all that, and the crowd losing their minds. That was, well, that definitely wants, um, that makes you want to be back and re-experiencing those types of things. So I was pretty pretty genius idea to actually put that in their little trailer there. That was our first look at the Eternals. I think it's just Eternals now. Is that oh, true? Just, I think just I think they changed that up. But it well that was a very uh Chloe Zhao look. I wanted I wondered how how much uh influence some of these directors have on the style i mean they're get they get more na- named directors for these things and she just won the academy award for nomad nomad land and won awards for the rider a couple of years ago but she does very like americana movies oh angelina jolie is gonna poop in a bucket <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah but uh just <laughs> It's you know, wide open spaces and things, you know, stick out in her movies. And yeah, you got, you got that vibe from the trailer for, or the little teaser they gave you. Yeah. I'm, I, that's the one thing I'm, I just has not sold me yet. Like I, I don't, I don't, the costumes, I don't know that I'm fully on board with the look of it all, but I, I I'm going to trust the Marvel machine and all these actors that I like and a great director. So I, I'm, it, you know, it's it can't be terrible, but I don't know. It still just hasn't quite convinced me that this is going to be uh, on par. Well, I, now, I, did... I I had my doubts about Shang Chi in the in the ten or the Legends of the Ten Rings. Is that right? Is that what the proper yeah. 
And they dropped that trailer uh, a week or two ago, and I was just like, okay, I'm on board. Let's see where it goes. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it. I'm I'm all for giving all of them a chance, but I'm the least excited for that one just because I've never been a Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon fan. I don't like the crazy walking on trees and stuff. Not that this is all going to be that, but they're definitely going to have some of that in there and some of the, you know, more traditional kung fu stuff. So, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be good, but I'm not crazy excited about it. Michael, you shared the, uh, we got our first image. Well, you shared with us the first, first image of, uh, Kamala Khan in costume from, uh, what we now know is going to be the Marvels. Yeah. And because like, I don't know if that's a shot because I thought they're working on a series starring her. So I was thinking that was a shot of her from the series, not the movie, but I could totally be incorrect on that. We don't, we don't know when that series is coming out, do we? No, it could be before or after that for all we know. And that, but I like, I like the title as far as what do you, what, what you can't, were you going to call it Captain Marvel two? I mean, I think that's what everybody just assumed. Yeah. And I, I like this idea Marvel, better. I like this freshening it up. I Some think people Marvel don't. was calling it Captain Mar- or Captain Marvel two when mm-hmm. they first announced it. So this is much better. I agree. Yeah. Should have just done the alien, like Captain Marvel and then Captain Marvel's just add an S on it for the sequel. Oh, that would have been cool. DC, shoot. Change it again. <laughs> but we're assuming we're getting Photon as well, right? Wouldn't Monica Rambeau fit yeah, that, that, fit that's that what title? They, that, they sh- yeah, they showed her, I think. They, so, yeah, all three of them at the very least. And then So that's cool. They got me when, when they, sh- they flashed that four on the screen. Well, that's not a mistake. Yeah, that's there. That wasn't just a pull the rug out from under you. It's really Captain America. <laughs> They're doing that to. I I think this whole whatever this whole next two or three years of movies is going to lead up to some fantastic. Well, four. but when it flashed on the beat. screen, I took it as oh, this is the announcement, and then right. I was well, like, they're just oh. they're being cool, smart. And they yeah. can only announce six or eight things at a time. We can't be right. too we can't be uh, too greedy. Can't be like Star Wars where they like announce like thirty things at one time. I mean, I don't know right. whether it's going to be a multiverse type thing that brings them in, but probably like they're gonna are they going to come in and it's going to have something to do with Galactus or whatever or or Silver Surfer or who knows. But I think this whole phase, if you want to call it that, will end with them. That's what we've talked about with. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Ant-Man, Quantum Mania, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all these ones seem to involve Loki. Like all these are involving Elseworlds and what ifs and dimensional travel and time travel and kooky stuff that the Fantastic Four would definitely fit right into. So yeah, I, I could buy that theory that this is all funneling the Marvel Universe toward a Fantastic Four movie. I'm cool with that. And we end this year with uh, Spider-Man. I'd, didn't realize it was this year, so I'm psyched about that. I, I'm ready. Hey, get it over with before they. I mean, I feel like they're trying like heck to spoil it. So just let's just get there and get it over with. 
Well, it's like the it spi- with all the Spider-Man roomies, rumors, roomies, they're jumping all the pl- all over the place. Of are the other Spider-Man in it? They are. They aren't. They are like it's like bouncing back and forth so many times. And I just thought of a really. That was ridiculous. Sorry. Uh, I just thought of an interesting plot that would be great to bring in the Fantastic Four of the uh, the new Ant Man movie into the what was it Quantum Quantum Mania Quantum Mania. If they like shrunk down into the subatomic and had some type of venture and end up meeting the Fantastic Four. And that the Fantastic Four from the 60s, like, go total retro into it, got lost in there back in that, that, that time or whatever, and they helped them get out of it. Okay. He's figured it out. That's Spoilers. You know. <laughs> anyway, that was, that was exciting. I think everybody got a little yeah. fired up watching that trailer and all the things that are coming down the lane so and not to I'm, be outdone dc announced their second fandom for october uh like they did last year an online event with first looks at some of dc's biggest new movies games shows and comics so i don't know if you remember like they made a lot of news the last time they did that with all the new yeah. trailers and video game footage. Like everyone was talking DC for weeks when that happened. So they're going to try to see if lightning will strike twice here. Good luck. <laughs> I don't know. The overlords over there aren't doing too well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Anybody watch any movies? Yeah, I did. Carly and I watched a really good one, guys. It's a net. It premiered on Netflix. Um, it's called The Mitchells versus the Machines. Let it begin. The last humans must be here somewhere. Wait, they're coming. Is that a burnt orange 1993 station wagon? Or is it? Ah! Who are these unstoppable warriors? We're the Mitchells. The only people who can save the world. I'm super sorry, everyone. Let me introduce myself. I'm Katie. I'm sort of a weirdo. My parents haven't figured me out yet. To be fair, it took me a while to figure myself out. My brother, also weird. Hi, would you like to talk to me about dinosaurs? No. Okay, thank you. And my mom. Candy face cupcakes. Ah! All of us, really. How about we put our phones down and we can make 10 seconds of unobstructed family eye contact. Starting now. See, this is good right here. This is natural. Every family has its challenges. We haven't had a good family picture in years because you two are always arguing. For my family, our greatest challenge... Probably the robot apocalypse. Attention all robots. Capture every single person on the planet. Yeah! What would a functional family do? Getting all the buzz. It was, uh, it's from Sony Pictures Animation. And, uh, it's got a really 
a really rounded out voice cast from people all the way from Conan O'Brien to um, Danny McBride and Maya Rudolph are in it. Um, I think Abby Jacobson plays, uh, she plays Katie, the, the kind of title character. So, um, but yeah, we just kind of were looking for something to watch and, and I had seen something online about this movie being pretty good and, um, it was a lot of fun for not being a Disney, uh, production of some sort. It's got to have that asterisk next to it. Yeah, yeah, not, it'll not a Disney movie. It, it'll never be that, but but no, it it was really uh, it was it was a lot of fun. The animation was kind of unique. Um, it, it was kind of a between that Spider Verse and you know, uh, kind of that three D they use now. It wasn't quite Spider Verse um, blurriness, but it had kind of some. Uh, some diff- different textures and uh, uh, kind of overlay at times, um, you know, that really set it out that you could tell, oh, yes, this is computer animation. It's not computer animation made to look softer and more like traditional animation. So, anyways, it's about a family, the Mitchells, um, whose eldest daughter, Katie, is getting ready to leave for college, she's an aspiring filmmaker. Now, uh, now, just just before uh-huh. we go, there's we've fallen into dangerous territory before, where you told the whole story. Okay, uh, I just want I want <laughs> I want to watch this. <laughs> so she's she's off to college. Okay, that you, that's no biggie. Um, right, right, right. She is going to study filmmaking, and uh her parents decide they're going to drive her off to college and during this at this point um a very microsoft apple-esque um tech company has uh they introduced their new virtual assistant okay brand new version of their virtual assistant that goes awry. Clippy. Pal. Pal is the name. <laughs> and somehow it becomes a story of robots taking over the human race. And the Mitchells are the only one, only uh, family left out there to save the world. And it's a lot of fun, guys. I want to see so, it, but I canceled my Netflix. Oh, you so don't have Netflix. That's right. I'm, I'm waiting until yeah. Seth versus the Netflix. Yeah. Yes. I, I just I need to stack some things up here. Well, I highly recommend it. That's why I they agree. put it I've out. Been, They're trying to get the verge. I've been on the verge of canceling mine. Yeah. Just not watching it. I've been fine without it because nope. I have everything else. Yeah, there's just so much else. It's out just there. so expensive. I agree. I watched another Netflix original, uh, Stowaway. Hey, sit down. Did we take? No. Hey, sit down. Did we take off? Sit down, or you're gonna pass out. Commander. Take off. Commander. Take off. My God, 
Zoe, I'm a doctor. I want you to focus on slowing down your breathing. Into your nose, out through your mouth. Hi, Michael. I'm Marina Bunnett, the commander of the ship. Do you remember what happened on the pad? I'm the launch support engineer, ma'am. How long was I out? We took off about 12 hours ago. 12 hours? really good like i watched the trailer for that that i love the premise of that yeah it is uh tony collette anna kendrick daniel oh. day kim from lost and shamir anderson who looked familiar but i, I couldn't figure out a movie i knew him from he, he's a regular in winona Earp, i guess is kind of his biggest role so far but i'm not i'm not sure what else he's been in but um it's it's not really science fiction it's very they took great pains to make it very realistic uh it's a three-man mission to mars whoops there's a there's a fourth person on board no way (laughs) (laughs) and it's a one-way trip and there's nothing you can do about it and there's only so much oxygen and food and you know and it's only uh it's not uh designed for four people so it's sort of that apollo 13 idea of like trying to figure out a way to use what we have on board to to survive a little bit longer so yeah it's not a crazy sci-fi action spectacle it's much more grounded but it's it's a it's a fine movie i I wouldn't say it was great it it was a little bit slow paced but i I like all those actors so it's definitely worth a watch hmm cool cool i watched the movie um, nobody. The uh, uh, Bob Odenkirk. Yeah. Bob, mm. Bob Odenkirk is John Wick, basically. <laughs> movie. It was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, I think it's it, yes. It is the first movie that actually paid the. Uh, in theater price or whatever at home thing, where you pay twenty bucks to rent the stinking movie, but. Uh, Nick was over, so we watched it. It's like a tight hour and a half, you know, action-packed guy is, you know, mild-mannered guy is secretly a badass type thing. Hmm. It was very, it was very entertaining. A lot of good, a lot of, a lot of good violence. And it was neat to see somebody like Bob Odenkirk. It's one thing to watch, you know, John Wick, but Odenkirk, you know, just feel, feels more like an everyman and stuff. I think my, the only thing I negative I would really say about it is it's a uh, very macho. It's very like to be a real man, you have to 
that's the message that's given out by everybody in the movie basically this is how a real man acts he's not he doesn't he's kind of lost in his life he doesn't feel good so he starts doing this stuff again and it's still fun it's still a, a good escape movie to watch some good violence i liked it hmm this is the one he got into like the best shape of his life for right i would assume yeah he, he yeah. was in shape yep i believe it so speaking of uh movies and i know some people here like video games did anybody catch the new Mortal Kombat movie yeah we talked about it last episode i was just like are we just gonna silence him out <laughs> yeah remember when you That's couldn't what... come last time yeah you said you had to be quiet yeah he must not he it. lost his earbuds he couldn't listen to the last episode <laughs> that's what it was uh, laying in the grass somewhere what did you think of mortal Kombat, michael it was fine i liked it I, it's 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 <laughs> that's fine it was fine <laughs> it's exactly what i expected it to be i mean it, were you now cliff watched it because he loved the original yeah, liked and watched the original '90s movie quite a bit yeah. as a kid. So, is that was that your entry into it, or you a big? Yeah, I, I, well, I mean, of course, that game when it came out with all the fatality moves. But um, I remember when the movie, the first movie, came out and it was a big deal in uh, Utah. Saint, like, I love the the theme on on that one. Uh, it was by Utah Saints, I think. Because I was like, before this was going out, I went, I went back and I was listening to the original soundtrack. And then, and then, uh, I don't know where the hell I'm going with this. You oh, I have a nickname. He liked the song. Poobah. Poobah. <laughs> God, we are terrible tonight. We're killing it. <laughs> I swear. Good God. <laughs> I want a belt that says or, peanut. When you fix or, that picture, I want a belt that says peanut. Or the Supreme <laughs> Chancellor. Oh yeah, that would have been a good one too. Yeah, we're we should have thought about this before we recorded it. <laughs> All right. Well, before we go, I'm I watched a couple uh fun ass documentaries mm. over the last couple weeks. And since we're talking about movies, um Anybody else watch The Orange Years, the Nickelodeon story on uh, Hulu? Nope. No. Okay. I thought maybe Jordan would. Um, Because he probably was the... He's the youngest, so he's probably more attuned to the uh, some of the, the classic Nickelodeon stuff. For me... um, Well, let's just start out. Documentary about um, the history of Nickelodeon for the you know their most popular years uh, started out in, as a channel in Columbus, Ohio, 1979. Um, the big hit at the time was Pinwheel. Now I remember Michael, you you might remember Pinwheel. Yeah, I remember. I remember Pinwheel. It was the most boringest show ever. <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. I hated the theme music for that. Like, uh, yeah. It, I felt like I was a child that was forced to watch that. Like there was nothing else I could watch, but I had to sit there and watch this stupid claymation. Um, yeah, I almost felt like 
I have to watch this before we get to a good show. Um, yeah. But yeah, so start with pinwheel now, ed- educational. What? Well, I just have a question. Is that is that also where Banana Man? Yes. Was that also? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Danger Mouse. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're right on the same page. Um. But yeah, started in '79 as uh, kids entertainment. You know, before there was a Disney Channel or a uh, Cartoon Network, any of that stuff that came later on. Um. But they, you know, it talks about their their marketing strategy. Um, uh, because uh, Geraldine um, Layborn ran the ran the basically the channel for a long time, was in charge of the programming and everything. But it started off; they went with the approach like MTV did. Eventually, that's when they got popular. Um, kind of the same marketing strategy behind it. Um, switched over from kind of a really lame um, logo to the bright orange and um, and what they did with that very similar, you know, moving style logo, very similar to the way MTV did it. Um, it changed all the time. Uh, the only thing they did was they kept the, the, the Nickelodeon, uh, that orange color, um, on all of their commercials where MTV, it was always, you know, the, the MT, the big M with the TV, but it was always colored in differently and it would move and, and be animated and stuff like that. So they went with the same theory. Um, I read an interesting quote about it on a review. It said, um, hold on, let me find it. Uh, the, uh, your enjoyment of the orange years depends on, uh, on when your nostalgia about Nickelodeon stops. And that completely wraps up my experience of this documentary because I stopped with shows like, you know, uh, Banana Man shorts and Inspector Gadget and uh, Danger Mouse. You can't Mouse. do that on television. You can't do that on television was the big one. Um, special Delivery, Mr. Wizard, uh, Mysterious Cities of Gold. That was all. Yes. That was all stuff I watched on Nickelodeon before. Calm your tits, Bubbles. <laughs> Mysterious Days of Gold. I can never remember again what network or show or channel that was on. Well, it was it was on Nickelodeon, Michael. Um, well, now I know. But. But yeah, all all of those those that's where I stopped before the pretty much before the Hey Dudes and Salute Your Shorts and Keenan and Cal and um you know I watched Double Dare but I didn't really watch what was the what was the game show Jordan with the Olmec and all of that we talked about Curse of the Legends of the Hidden Temple yeah. Legends of the yeah. all that stuff I was I was done Good. yeah so. So that for it was a, it was interesting. It was a it it was a good documentary. I thought it could have went a little bit further, but you know, about the time they got into like Ren, Ren and Stimpy, I was just like my nostalgia for that channel had run out. So I always hated Nickelodeon because by the time it was really happening, I was too old for it. Yeah, and so I just freaking hated. It. My brother was watching it. I was like, turn that crap. Off, we could be watching something like good, like the Brady Bunch. <laughs> 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 so, 
So yeah, so for me, that's you know, it, uh, that statement just I was it hit it on hit the nail on the head for me because I was just like that is exactly how I felt after watching this was, you know, uh twenty you know twenty five thirty percent into it I was just like well that's everything I watched, so. Yeah. Anyone that might be a little younger than me, I'm sure, would feel differently. They can watch a little further into the documentary. Yes. Yeah, like, you know, Jeremy and Jared's generation, Rocket They watched Power. all the garbage cartoons that were terrible. <laughs> I hated 90s, car- 90s cartoons are the worst. Cat Everything's, dog. like, gross and yeah, awful extreme. animation and extreme. Yeah. The 90s are a problem. But even, even like, when... <laughs> Even when like shows. Doug came on, you know, Doug wasn't like that, but I I was way too old for it by that point, you know. Um, Jordan, you were like Clarissa explains it all. You were a big fan of that show, so I'm sure you watched more of this stuff than we did. Yeah, and I probably watched it longer, like <laughs> later into my tween years than than some people, but. So yeah, so that one, um, the the others I watched. I watched two more. Um, I caught. I thought it might be interesting, so I watched that note that new A and E biography, Rowdy Roddy Piper documentary. Um, that I thought was pretty good. I really enjoyed it. Just let me have this for a second here. I am the originator of Piper's Pit. This is my show. Are you people half as confused as I am? I was in a bar in St. Louis. McMahon was there, and I said to McMahon, you give me a bow tie and a mic stand and uh, five weeks, and if I don't get the job done, I'm out. The next week on TV, he came into WWE, and there was the Piper's Pit set. What I'm doing out of the kindness of my heart, I have a gentleman here named Frank Williams. In the dressing room, Frankie Williams on Piper's Pit. What? <laughs> and I'm going, hmm. Nobody knew anything about it. Frank Williams, first of all. So where are you from? I'm Columbus, Ohio. You're from Columbus, Ohio? I've never lost a match in Columbus, Ohio. Have you ever lost a match? Yeah. You have. You know, you're a nice guy, but you're a lousy wrestler. You've never won a match. Now he's hot. And now the cameraman's going, you know, get off of this. So I'm getting off it. Okay, Frankie. Okay, Frankie. Get out, Frankie. Here comes Frankie back. He's going to get his first win. I had to knee him, and I'm turning, and I'm seeing five, four, and I said, just when they think they got the answers. I changed the questions. That first sentence might have been, well, I was born in San Juan, and you know, I got to Columbus in the end. I might not have it a second week. When he said, I'm from Columbus, Ohio, we're rolling. And it set the tone for everything. Um, now, I did not see that, but there was one that I'd watched a long time ago. I think it was on Netflix. And that man lived an interesting life. Yeah, and that's that's what made the doc. I mean, he made the documentary good. Um, they did most of the interviews were were his family, you know, his wife and and children that remain, um, along with the uh, you know a lot of people from the wrestling business. But um, you know, they didn't shy away 
too much from his early life, you know, having a, a terrible life at home, not fitting in. Um, yeah, he was like homeless at 14, I think. Or yeah, something. He, left his, he left home at like 14, lived on the streets, did some bad stuff, had some bad stuff uh, done to him. And then, you know, got um, he, he was a bagpiper. He actually played the bagpipes uh, to the point where he was like the ranked like the number 10 um, piper in, in the world at the time. So he was from Canada huh. and he broke into the wrestling business just as a, hey, I, I, I can do that type of thing. And uh, and came up through through the the wrestling world. But it really kind of showcased more than anything just. You know, uh, number one, how he separated his, his, you know, being on the road most of the time um, and his family life. You know, he didn't want his kids to have the bad experiences like he had at home. And then after, you know, living on the streets and stuff like that. And then number two, just what, how innovative and how, you know, kind of genius he was. Um, especially for being in that business at that time, you know, uh, they have notebooks um, that he used to work out, you know, all these little catchphrases and stuff he would come up with and say, you know, on wrestling shows. So is that, yeah, that's kind of his claim to fame was his mouth. Yeah. And they gave him it, you know, the Piper's pit, his talk show before the matches and stuff. And like, wow, you're so good off the cuff. And it's like, he did the work. He, he sat in like, figured out what he was going to say and clever yeah. little quips that he was going to use. So. Yeah. So that, um, that was really good. So yeah, if, if you're looking for a documentary, maybe pass up the orange years. If you're, if you're not, if you weren't a Nickelodeon kid and, uh, maybe watch uh, rowdy, Roddy Piper on A and E and then A and E the A and E's doing a whole series of wrestling on yes. that biography. They just stone cold, Steve Austin, uh, Macho I watched man. the I watched the Macho Man Randy Savage and Booker yeah. T and a lot of the, some of the more recent people. So yeah, yeah. they're they're doing a whole a whole wrestling uh, segment this month. Well, after I watched, I because I mentioned I messaged you guys and and mentioned that I watched that Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, biography and then Jordan, you said you'd watched it and really liked it, mm. and that they had a new one coming out on the Macho Man. So I was at work the other day and. And I was like, well, I'm going to watch the Macho Man one. So I pulled it up and uh, and I watched it. And it definitely wasn't as good. Um, as I, Well, I want to say I didn't think it was as good as it should have been. Um, I didn't, it didn't care. have as many like personal anecdotes and people, you know, talk to his brother and stuff. But it didn't have a lot of insight who he was as a person yeah and that was kind of my problem with it was like who was on the the macho man was the macho man 24 7 i did like his brother said that like before he figured out that that character they were talking and like you know how, how should i do the voice and they were talking about you know uh, influences he's like and he came up with that voice he's like i never heard him talk the same yeah. way. he's like he never heard him not use that voice the rest of his life wow like, he yeah. committed to the bit how could yeah. you just hold you how could you do that all the for, time? For 30 years, he talked that way. Ooh, I want to go use the bathroom. That's the iced tea, brother. <laughs> yeah, and, and like that stuff was good, but I didn't care for like... You have to eat a reading, lot of Slim Jims. 
but he had <laughs> that's like all you could say a radio show host they had a radio show host uh, Bubba the the sponge man or whatever he was from yeah. like Florida that Bubba, he f- yeah Bubba the love sponge that, yeah I was, gonna, I was gonna say that's close I know it's something like uh, that. but he didn't like he made fun of the macho man at the time and few like had like a real life bad you know relationship with the guy and made fun of him on the radio and this is the guy they got to talk about him on the, on you know the bio like I just him and Hogan I I thought maybe shouldn't at least should not have been on it as much as they were and um so it, well, that it, one did, it was nice it made a point he's one of the few wrestlers to have a a life after wrestling like yeah. usually it's a bad ending or it is he, they hang on way too long until they're way past their prime. He he actually got to retire and have a few years of peace outside of the spotlight. So that was that was right. interesting. Yeah. So there were still kept there, talking like that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know. That was the other thing. It was like his relationship with Elizabeth. The, the little wrestling I watched as a kid. I remember. Oh, that's his lovely wife Elizabeth. Yes, he's really in love with her. Like he was like abusive to her. Yep. Like shoving her around the yeah. ring, and and I don't remember any of that as a kid. Like I don't know if it, I didn't see enough or it just went over my head. But like him telling her, "You speak when you're spoken to," and not letting another man look at her and all this stuff. It's like, oh wow, their relationship was weird. Yeah, <laughs> I I definitely didn't remember that either. And talking about like him like locking her in the closet at, in the yeah. locker room and stuff. So you know, nobody else could look at her. Uh, I questioned, I questioned a little bit of that. Like, I, I don't doubt that he was some sort of, you know, possessive over her, but I don't know. I just felt like a was lot that of just more of the show. Yeah. It was yeah. working the gimmick. Right. Well, so, when you do a lot of drugs, man, you do a lot of crazy things. <laughs> if we talk about this long enough, Michael's going to die tonight. <laughs> going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> So yeah, so um, yeah, I'm I'm not the biggest wrestling fan, but I, I find a lot of it fascinating. I, I enjoy the history of it, and I had almost a chance to write a comic book about Ra- Rowdy Roddy Piper at one point, which is a long story. Oh yeah, but uh, I I done a I, I did an awful lot of research. I read his autobiography. Like I learned a whole lot about him, and I I, re- I came away liking him even more. So if I had a favorite wrestler, it would definitely be Piper. And that that I think that documentary did a a, a serviceable a serviceable job telling yeah. his life story. Definitely. So one was definitely better than the other. Um, I don't know that I'll watch any more of them, but I you know I thought uh, at least it, uh, those are two good characters to um, to certainly tell a story with. <laughs> so that's all I've been watching. All right, that should do it. Well, as always, I'm the illustrious Michael Case. <laughs> Ooh, flying elbow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one of those or if I can pull up. <laughs> now see, you guys always get mad at me for taking so long to do the outro. And the one time that I do it correctly, you guys gotta screw it up. They're starting to Searching for toys. Never mind. I got a Macho Man here a click, and he's coming in from the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
lord. Well, I have a miniature Macho Man around here somewhere. I was going to use for something, but miniature can't find Macho it. Man. <laughs> All right, my name is the Captain. <laughs> oh, Cliff Barnes. Oh no. What's wrong, Cat Daddy? <laughs> oh, it's been too many years. Time to put that one to rest. <laughs> I like pizza, Steve. Multiplicity. Thank you. That was it. <laughs> Wasn't going to leave that one hanging. Um, he's Bubbles and I'm Spiff. Bye forever. Ding dong. He is connecting to audio. Coming live from his basement. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's still got the gods. He's still on the Godzilla train. Uh, It's been a while. Well, I watched, uh, give me here, let me pause for just a minute. I'm getting a million uh, messages on my messenger saying I've been hacked on my Facebook. So yeah. I'm change yeah. the, uh, let me change my password real quick because I'm getting, now people are messaging, I think you've been hacked. <laughs> yeah, you've messaged me three different times telling yeah, me. Yeah. So just while I've been it sitting here. It looks like you. Yeah, that's what, yeah. yep. Wow. It's you sending us a YouTube video saying it looks like you. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, Hackers never sleep. Nope. Good Lord. <laughs> I know. So, while you're fixing that, um, I'm part of, or I'm a member of the uh, Rob Liefeld's uh, extreme group that he has on Facebook. Of course it would be called extreme. Well, of course it is. It's it's, ni- it's 90 nostalgia. And it's extreme. Yeah. But anyway, well, I mean, that was the name of a studio. <laughs> I, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> of course it was. He's a tree. But anyway, uh, they, they're doing, all these artists are doing like a jam piece and of all his characters and we got to pick pick who we wanted or whatever um and i got it i got supreme of course the superman version but that's what i'm working on uh, you can't even freaking see it seriously oh jack looks just like jack kirby i know right what the hell my green screen works too well ah <laughs> wow, looks just like it. how'd you do that? Draw right what's behind you. Perfect. Pisses me off. <laughs> I just got a message from, from Christy. I just got this from Cliff. I hope she didn't click on it. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Hold on a second. All right. Found out they found out your password was cat daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we said yeah, that's what it was. That would have been good. That would have been good. So anyway, take my word for it. I'm drawing some cream while we do this.
I thought it would be neat to be part of like a jam session or whatever. Yeah, came in and just had a flyer for that Mario Kart thing. He's like, hey, could you put this up for us? And then he explained it. We're having a tournament where you can come in and pay $5 and play Mario Kart and drink beers. Like, okay. And he like he turned to go. He's like, oh, specifically told me to tell you that we miss Kapow at Trivia. I was like, okay. I was like, we're just, as a, we're, we've been overly cautious. He's like, no, we have a summer tournament coming up, so we're, we're about to start a new tournament. I was like, okay. I, didn't, I, I was very non-committal to the whole thing. I was <laughs> Well, I miss, I do miss trivia and pizza and beer. <laughs> Mostly, the I beer. like I like pizza, Steve. Is that Bubbles' voice? <laughs> no, that's the uh, third clone of uh... God. What the hell is that movie? Not Michael Keaton. Multiplicity. Mm. Wow. I like... I like pizza, Steve. Oh that yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, pull. Yep, way back. That's how my brain works. <laughs> you need to make a. That's your next yep. cover. It's the next. You have got to. <laughs> Cliff, take this in. This is your next. What? This is your. Ne- this is your next Kapow cover. Back that up so you can see the poses and yeah. stuff here. Oh, I'm so glad I, I, thing. I'm so put glad our I heads on story. there. Put a little kitty on his shoulder. Put our put our heads. On. You're the cat dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Not cat dummy, cat daddy. <laughs> I know, but I was just like, this is so obvious. <laughs> this is the pet. that's exactly the art. We got to put our faces on there. We did it. <laughs> we fucking did it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice I yeah this is one of the free they're doing a a free comic day issue of this and then they're going to do a mini series trailer park boys so this was like a free sample they sent me nice put some drumsticks in the middle guy's hand put a Calvin and Hobbes shirt on me or something on the guy on the right and you got it <laughs> I've never watched. Is this show any good? I've, I've never, never seen, seen it. it. I mean, ever I see tons of references to it and quotes about it, but I've never watched any. Of it. it does not look like my type of humor. That's what I see when I see that. Bunch of rednecky shit that I I see that every day. It probably I, seriously though that humor probably works better with people that aren't just around rednecks all the time. Yeah. Alrighty, I think it stopped. Lord, anybody? Do we have any other movies? And we just had all our best content while we stopped recording. <laughs> of course. Cheers, mates. <laughs> That's how we roll. Kapow! The pop cultured podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udamwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. 
You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show, Kapow, the Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udownwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share. <laughs>